Hello, everyone. Welcome to 3DMs in a Tale. Uh, my name is Aaron. I'll be your host for today. 3DMs in a Tale is a D&D inspired improv show where I, your host, have gathered together four DMs of notable experience. And I'm going to, well, we're all going to dance together, actually, because I'm playing this time. Uh, we've gathered here at the lovely We Geek Tavern, in the Provo Town Center Mall, um, owned by uh, the lovely Andrew. And uh, go ahead, everyone. Uh, start with Michael. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Colton. I am the Warbeard DM, mm -hmm. uh, also on TikTok and Instagram. Hi, I'm Ryan. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, and with our podcast, it's Dads and Dragons. I'm Lillian. I am currently working on a DM name. <laughs> I know it will have to do with Faye. I don't know what it is yet. And at the moment, no socials. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone, for that lovely round of intro. So basic premise for this show is that uh, I will not be head DM in this one, but the basic premise is that I'm going to get a four-sided die. Uh, the numbers for this one are going to be one for Michael, two for Colton, three for Ryan, and four for Lillian. Uh, who, whichever person the the die lands on will become the head DM. They will then be prompted to provide like a genre and a theme to sort of help everyone sort of guide themselves into the world and what kind of character they're going to play because all the rest of us are going to be instantly become players um, playing characters inside of this world um, and trying to aim at like the theme of, of the story as provided. Um, and I think, I don't think I'm missing anything else on that intro. Should be good to go. So... Last time we were here in We Geek, it was Ryan. It was me. We are hoping to dodge. Colton wants it. He yeah. did the stats. That's a one. That's a one. Cut there. Michael's <laughs> going to be the head DM because I want you to know Michael called it was going to be you Sunday. When we were again? He called it. He, he, again? Ca he called it. <laughs> On Sunday, I was like, Ryan is going to get it no matter what. It's his it should come up three first you every time. <laughs> so, all right, well. Uh, let's see. Okay, I've already got a, an idea in mind. We're gonna do Magitech, or otherwise known as Hextech. You guys have played League of Legends. Yep. Very much kind of a similar premise. Everything is gonna be high fantasy with technology, and it's a fun amalgamation. Um, okay. let's see. As far as a theme, let's say... Let's see, we've done a lot of fun kind of... Uh, little stories. So we'll do this. Uh, you guys are all part of a ooh, a Magitech airship. Oh. Currently going, uh, floating through the aisles, the floating aisles of, uh, we'll say Eastock, the floating, the grand floating city. Uh, and you know what? Just for the hell of it, there are kaiju battles happening underneath you. Oh, great. There are, like, several Godzilla-type creatures just, you know, battling it out underneath you. It's a very tumultuous location underneath you. Don't want to go down that way. Uh, and you're high in the sky. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, start with uh, Colton. What is your character's name? Name coming. Um, <laughs> that, that's his name. Coming? Name coming. Name coming. Yes. I, he, I don't know how to read this. I, don't know. I, can't, I don't know how to read this. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to point out there are some rules over that. Word. I need to reread this. C-O. I, I understand. Yes. That doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help in how it's pronounced. 
Yeah. You can be ashamed, okay. but we're okay. Okay, senior coming. What are you doing? <laughs> we're not the brightest. Gotcha. All right. Uh, he is extremely more intelligent than his parents. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Uh, I'll be playing uh, Lord Alessander Pennysworth the third. Brilliant. I am a Rocket City redneck in that I am an incredibly smart um, rocket scientist, but I speak like a redneck kid. Got it. And redneck engineering is probably somewhere in this ship. <laughs> All right. Probably due to me. Uh, so for the purposes of this, this is a ship owned. Oh, oh. oh is it owned by him? Uh, you you, you said it up, yeah. By Lord, what was it? Alexander? Repeat it. Alexander. Lord Alexander. Right. Like Alexander, but with an Alexander. S. It'll yes. help all of us. <laughs> Repeating names repeatedly would be a good A name. Lord Alexander, coming. And then what was your name? Piper. Piper. Piper, but Piper. With, with an accent. Okay. Yes. Ah, I haven't gotten my name yet. I know what I am, but I don't know my Ryan. name yet. Ryan's out Lord Alexander. Uh, I can be and um, Aaron. Uh, I'll just be Tyler. I'm a nervous navigator aboard Lord Alessander's uh, ship, and so I, I have my charts and everything's like neatly organized, but unfortunately I deal with uh, nuts on this ship, and they're rockets that try to threaten my maps. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm also deathly scared to fall off this ship and end up down in the kaiju battle. I'd survive the fall with like a skyjacker, but I don't trust my... I might die of panic if I end up down in the kaiju yeah, battle. Yeah, not good. Like more of a you problem. And naming? Name. I. Uh, what are you I, doing I'm, on the ship? Yeah, I'm just a part of the uh, anti aircraft team. Okay. Perfect. All right. So, uh, yeah, you guys are currently on this ship. You've been hired by the. Uh, Royal Science Academy of Eastock to explore some of the fringe islands around. Um, uh, Lord Alessander, you're the head of this ship, not the captain, but the financier. Right. Uh, the captain, uh, he actually, yeah, the captain, his name will be Rorik. That sounds like a captain name. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, Rorik. And uh, he's a. Uh, He's a bit of a gruff kind of guy, but he's um, he knows what he's doing, and uh, yeah, he's he's taking you to the the floating isles near Eastock. Your mission essentially is there's an island in particular that looks like it has some incredible uh, magical type circuits, uh, crystals that will overwhelmingly expand Eastock's ability to uh, adapt and create new technology, right. as well as some of the more well-to-do may or may not uh, have an increase in their total profits coming towards them if you are successful. Um, and uh, on the way there... So we're not fighting on this trip. We're just going to get things, right? Right? That's all we're doing? We're not going on yeah, any... Yeah, no, Rorik, uh, he's very clear. He goes, I, you know, we're, we're just going to... There's no pirates, raiders, oh. or any other type of... Oh, thank God. Uh, it's going to be a normal issues. trip. A, a normal... Okay. 
that is not fun. That's that is. We almost died the last time we went over to Unicorn Island. Okay, I don't even. No, that was not funny. It was funny. You shot at me. Just expect us to die to line their pockets. They might. I am paying you. How much are you paying us? Enough. That's fine. You get free room and board on this ship. What else do you want? Not as much as them rich folk. And a place to do my experiments, I don't care. All right. Uh, so Captain Rourke, he's heading the helm, um, and he's guy. He's kind of taking you now, Lord Alessander. You have your own cabin. On of course, ship. I do. Is, you you have built this ship. It's it's not really a, a fighting type of ship. It's a exploratory kind of uh, luxury cruiser. It's everything that Lord Alessander deserves. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> well, not the crew, no, but... <laughs> I spared no expense. No expense. Excellent. Popper, this, this, he made the ship really big and really nice, and I'd appreciate if you be nice to Lord Alessander. Okay, he, he no. pays... He I'm, pays for no. everything I'm, on this I'm ship. I'm just letting you know right now, he's the one paying your, your checks. You don't get your rockets if you don't get these checks, okay? Think about that. <laughs> Think right. long and hard. All right, so you guys, um, the ship has been calm. The, the winds are fair. The clouds are drifting past you at a leisurely rate. And even the kaijus seem to be somewhat less irritable. They're napping. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just kind of <laughs> enjoying the, the basking in the sun. Uh, in the giant ocean below that is a dark void. Are these Godzillas just, like, out sunbathing like crocodiles do? Kind of, yeah. Like, you guys are... <laughs> we'll, we'll say you guys are, like, a few thousand feet in the air, so you can see right. them. And there's just an endless sea beneath you with all the floating islands around. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, and so you guys... Uh, you're floating calmly in the drift. Um, go ahead, everyone. Just uh, make perception checks. That is... Tyler, I perceive that it is tea time. Oh, yes, sir, yes, sir. I have a nine. Yes, sir. I, heard, I bustle away because I somehow always find myself serving the nearest person to me because it, I should have... Your nose is brown. We get it. It's not, it's, not, it's not brown. I'm scared of everyone and everything. You keep telling yourself gotcha. that, darling. You. <laughs> you will be the first one I murder. <laughs> oh, you can try. This is a red stapler moment. <laughs> <laughs> I bustle off, go grab the tea. He's like, here, Lord, Al Lord Alabaster? Alessander. Al Alessander, sir. Sorry. It's a very trying day. I'm not Thank used you. to being this calm out Absolutely. in the air. Yeah. You guys don't really notice anything. Um, Rorik is kind of manning the helm. All seems well, and you guys can see the island off in the distance. A very large island, mostly mountainous with some uh, white-capped mountains on it. Mm -hmm. uh, but large, kind of these red-purple crystals jutting out uh, like skyscrapers. Uh, to which, Lord Alessander, uh, quick uh, inquiry. What is the name of your ship? The... The... Oh, it needs to be more pretentious than that. Right. <laughs> Sorry, one second. More pretentious, more pretentious. Uh, the name of this ship is the... 
Avarice is Bane. It's got to be something based on, on his last name. Alistander. So we're going to go with the, uh, the, it's the in for a penny. Okay, in for a penny. You lie. <laughs> All right. So, oh, that's a good tavern name for a DD campaign. In for a penny? Yes. I'm going to save that one up. All right. And uh, naming, what is, uh, how, many, how many weapons are actually on this show? You're you're one of you're an AA guy. Are you the only AA guy, or are, you, are there others? Oh, I'm definitely not the only AA guy. Okay. Uh, there's a whole crew of us. How, how many and, would you say are on this luxury cruiser? Oh, there's like six of us. Six of you. Okay. And I'm just the newest hire. Gotcha. And uh, Piper, uh, what would you say is the the key feature of this ship? Key features probably the thrusters that actually allow it to go fast and move which are my design uh other than that a lot of potential stuff that does not need to be here <laughs> honestly i think we might be a slightly weighed down by all of it there, is there anything there's a lot of silver plated machinery on this ship is there anything special about these thrusters so these thrusters they uh one they go very very fast they can go hyperspeed so it's crazy they can basically go to space if they wanted to but this ship is not built for that um they also are occasionally if charged properly they can actually teleport all right i told you i spared no expense and tyler uh as the navigator what is the key navigation tool or the unique navigation tool of the ship so we have these crystal maps that uh that are actually relatively indestructible but also foldable so my ability to actually have full knowledge of the geography of even the air as well as the uh the earth beneath us is quite depth also there's just a simple little no uh device of just circular circumference i don't even have a name for it um circumnavigator compass that helps us actually travel like at elevations and still determine that we're not magnetically near anything else that would be of interest um not even magnetically. It almost be like like it's a sensor that helps us identify like other sort of light ships in the air. So in case we get near anything, this thing will start like rattling. So if it's rattling, it's time to look up, down, and around so we don't exactly have a T-bone in the middle of the air. That thing is always like it's actually hanging at my chest <laughs> because the moment that's that's probably shuddering is probably when my heart will start also shuddering and I will start <laughs> screaming for the captain to make evasive maneuvers. All right, you don't like rattling. Got it. No rattling in your I am room. a nervous fuck. <laughs> I'm going to break into your room and just shake your bed. <laughs> I hate right. it when you do that. I okay. hate when you do that. You know I sleep poorly. <laughs> I know. I'm part of the reason. I hate right. you. I really hate so, you. So as you guys are drifting calmly through the sea, uh, or the clouds in this case, uh, the, we'll, we'll call it the, the, the Nimbus Sea. As you guys are traveling calmly through the Nimbus Sea, you guys uh, are enjoying a tea time. Uh, nothing seems to be going wrong. You're just, you know, what, what are you guys all doing in your respective locations on the ship? Other than Tyler and uh, Lord uh, Alessander, who are having tea and serving tea. Well, you can hear a lot of explosions coming from the lower deck. This is completely normal and par for the course. Uh, <laughs> There's no hole in the ship, so we're fine. But currently, Piper is experimenting and trying to figure out how to uh, enhance the thrusters so that they can do even more fun things. 
instead of just teleport. With all the banging around, I normally, if I was having solo tea time, would be way more enjoying of this. But unfortunately, I am with Lord Al Alessander, and I'm hearing the banging around of Piper. And so I am trying to hold it together and get some amount of joy out of this tea time that has now been spoiled for me. <laughs> All right. And uh, naming. Naming is hanging out with the other AA guys and really your typical soldiers. We're cracking dirty jokes and uh, doing things that make everybody question both our sanity and our sexuality. <laughs> All right. Uh <laughs> Learning oh. way too much about Nim uh, You're just edging now. today, aren't you? You're just edging on the side. We should just wait. Did we? So is is he naming? Is your character's name? Uh, it's yeah. naming now. It's naming now. It's coming is what I have naming written down. Naming and now that, that is now what it is. Okay, I'm, I can work with that. Can, okay. uh, and uh, see the tavern rules as a list. The, <laughs> the tavern rules are over there. They're not on camera. No one has any idea what rules we're breaking right now. And that's why I'm not going any further. Than that. <laughs> all right, good. So, uh, as this is all happening, you guys are seemingly having a good time. Uh, when suddenly, uh, Piper, you notice the last explosion that went off. Uh, your one of your two thrusters have all of a sudden lost thrust. Uh, Tyler, your uh, crystal map has started to rattle uncontrollably. Oh, no. As it shows you, you are you, we are, uh, the ship itself, the in for a penny, is losing altitude and air pressure rapidly. Uh, Lord Alabaster, your tea is beginning to float <laughs> slightly in the air. And uh, Being naming... a, I'm a very thinly framed individual, so I'm actually slowly floating on myself because <laughs> I'm such a light, skinny thing. And, and uh, identifying this panic, though, I immediately just like, we're, something's happening! And I just throw my tea and it like f falls in the direction of Lord Alistair. <laughs> Alessander. Excellent. And uh, naming, uh, you and the other AA gunners are realizing that like, as you're telling these jokes, the beers that you had nearby, the liquid is just slowly ascending into the air. Tyler, my tea is, is floating. Make it stop. I, I will do that, sir. And I start like trying to swim through the air <laughs> to like get out of, get out of the cabin. So Piper is a really small person she, she's like pretty tiny uh -huh. um, but she's got these big metal boots that she uses to like keep herself stationed on the on the ship so this has happened before this is this is not the first time <laughs> this is like a once a week occurrence if we're lucky it's usually at least like twice a week minimum um, anyway, so she is going to start heading towards the area where the thrusters are to try to fix this problem. Again, she she's not panicked or anything like that. She's kind of like a again. All right, make a make an investigation check for Piper. Your mom, Piper. That's a natural. Hot <laughs> <laughs> Piper's day. Uh, Piper, my tea is floating. Oh, shut up! I'm taking care of it. Yeah, uh, Piper, on this lowest deck where this uh, thruster is, uh, as you're uh, making your way over to it, you're trying to investigate, and unfortunately, you're not seeing anything wrong. It all looks normal. Uh, her eyes widen, <laughs> and she throws on her goggles, and she's like, we might have problems. <laughs> Captain Rorick uh, um, calls down to you, uh, Piper. You're you're having one of your little fits again. I'd really appreciate having I'm, a thrust. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. 
shush! <laughs> and she's gonna try to fix the thing or try to figure out what's wrong still. Alright, as you're doing that, uh, Rorik gets over the comm and just goes, uh, to all passengers and crew, uh, we're experiencing a minor delay. Do not worry, do not panic. Uh, we will be in the air and proceeding shortly. The island is within grasp. Do not panic. Then uh, he gets back to you and goes, uh, Piper, we we working on it. Go ahead and make another uh, investigation check. I'm working on. I'm working on it. And as soon as that, that announcement, 11? 11k. As soon as that announcement comes over the intercom, you all hear just a, a bunch of whooping and hollering coming from the. Uh, <laughs> The AA guys, because we know anytime the captain says don't panic, it usually means a good day's work for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, Tyler, uh, you're still floating a little bit. So I had actually made it out of at least uh, uh, Lord Alessander's um, cabin, at least. And for some reason, I'm imagining that because this is such a galley, it's such a big, uh -huh. luxurious trip, there's actually like a, a dining room with like a bunch of tables that are now getting like slightly upended. Like it was all nice and clean five minutes ago, but now gravity is starting to like tilt everything. And I'm just still like swimming through the air furiously. The, and, and do we have patrons on this, on this ship? Oh yeah. I, presumably like this dining Lord, room is loaded. Lord with Alistair just... brought his whole entourage. Alessander. Oh, sorry. Alessander. <laughs> Lord Alessander so, brought so his whole of, entourage. So all yes. of Lord Alessander's friends are in there and they're seeing the panicking navigator swimming his way through the air. <laughs> I was like, don't worry. Nothing's wrong. Everything's wrong. Nothing's wrong. Everything's okay. <laughs> All right. And Lord Alessander? Uh, again, I call down. <whistles> Piper. Miss Piper. I'm working on it. What, what do you need? You know I spent plenty of money on this ship. I keep telling you that you should not have installed so much silver plating. This... We don't need silver plating. We need armor and the... mechanical parts. <laughs> we don't need more weight. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there uh, can never be too much silver plating. That's a rule okay. in my family. Well, the, the, the marble was a bit much. We don't need a marble slabs for a gallery. Then uh, how can we possibly appreciate the engine room when I give tours? I'm not going to kill the man. I'm not going to kill the man. Uh, Piper, with the, your role, uh, you notice... The engine is fine still. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. However, you do notice that the second engine suddenly seems to be having the same issue as the first engine. Uh, go ahead and make another investigation or a mechanical check. Um, okay. Natural 20. Excellent. So you, as you're uh, investigating and, and working your mechanical genius on this ship, you realize uh, something may have happened. Not necessarily your fault. But uh, one of your lessers uh, was helping you do some maintenance, and a wire got crossed, and all the energy has been put towards the teleporter. Normally, not a hard fix in a dock where the ship is perfectly stable. However, in the air, plummeting to the ground, uh, not a quick, easy fix. It has to be done from the outside. Uh, but the teleporter is fully operational and has a little extra juice. Uh, so we're gonna have to take a detour, Captain. <clears throat> Damn, Steven. D detour as in, uh, like, we're detouring back up, or are we gonna... <laughs> I mean, we're gonna teleport right now, or we're gonna crash and die. Oh, oh we gotta uh, uh, teleport. Do now. We, are, are we, okay, teleporting, teleporting. Uh, he's gonna... He got a nat 20, so, yeah, the, uh... Thank God! <laughs> The captain, uh, he go. You hear all, all over the intercom. 
Uh, everyone, if you would be so kind to grab and brace yourself, uh, we are going to experience what we uh, I would like to call a controlled crash. Uh, and then he goes, and he just kind of yells over the income. And as soon as Tyler can uh, get to the captain's quarters, we can initiate that. I'm part. on my way. <laughs> and so get yeah. Why do so many people have control of the PA in this ship? <laughs> get off this channel. This channel is not for you, Ryan. I do enough with you in the freaking brig. <laughs> I finally get like my hand on the knob at the front of the cabin to actually get myself outside All to right. like go around to where like the, uh, the captains. How do you now that you're you're outside? You're in the main hallway that goes straight up to the captain's quarters, but mm. you're floating. How does uh, how does Tyler? Get himself to propel himself there quicker. I have an idea, but I want to actually see if the moment of brilliance comes. All right, roll it. That's a 14. Alrighty. So, having swum through, and that did not work very well, because air is not as dense as water. Exactly. I'm on the door, and I think, wait, there's still a zero-gravity element to this, and I, I, did go to, I did go to schooling of some kind <laughs> to be good at maps. So I start just like, wait, I just jump from, like, edge to edge. Just, like very scared and nervously and clumsily but i start just like spider-manning my way through the hallway it's like okay this is working this is great okay right. i can get places now make a either athletics or acrobatics check 16. all right yeah uh tyler you managed to definitely navigate the halls at uh, high speed meanwhile the whole ship is now going full on tilt as the marble and the silver was all towards the front of the ship where everyone has a big glass viewing window so that you can have a nice leisurely stroll through the clouds. Uh, and so you're quickly bumping the roof, uh, but you managed to, to get to the captain's quarters and uh, you see Captain Rorick there looking at you. He goes, map, 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 right now, I need it, the map. <laughs> I pull it out, unfold it and just put it, put it on, like hold it out to him. He grabs it and puts it on like a little device that can read all your, mm. your equations and navigation yeah. terminology. And he, he types in the island that you're at you're headed to and he just punches the teleportation i need all of you to just make a general whatever you think your characters would make not a skill check this is like constitution or okay. some type of like how are they staying my, there in i place? rolled a five for and it's and it's around wit and it's that my character is kind of floating there like okay i accomplished this but i am anchored to nothing <laughs> <laughs> I am not holding anything in the ship. I'm just happy that I survived this far, and I'm really proud of myself for having an athletic moment in my life. They're rare. And I got the map to the ship and to the captain, and we're going to be able to get this done. And then we zoom off, and whatever happens to me happens. All right. So Piper is uh, very used to these kinds of shenaniganeries. Uh, so she takes her boots and presses a button on them, and so they actually lock to the floor. And All then right. she actually grabs a helmet from her backpack and puts it over her bat ears. Now she's like, all right, everyone brace yourselves. <laughs> the rest of the crew begin to put on their helmets. They're, they're experienced this before. Lord uh, Alessander uh, is standing up now with his, with his tea, and he's got a cane that's kind of keeping him secured to the floor, looking out the big back window of, of his cabin, looking out over the everything back and and as he's sipping his tea he says my tea is dematerializing <laughs> anyone <laughs> all right and uh, uh naming naming and the rest of the aa guys all have perches inside of their lockers that we go to 
when we know stuff's about to happen. <laughs> uh, and so we're, we're just in there, like, clutch to our perches, putting on our AA gear. All right. And, uh, yeah, you guys do this. And as the ship lurches forward, uh, Piper, um, how does the ship teleport? The captain's put in the in the his, his punched it. The navigator's put in the coordinates. What does this ship teleporting look like? So it kind of jolts forward for just a second, and it kind of jolts back, and then it dematerializes and rematerializes in a different location. Sometimes it can materialize in an object if it is not done properly. Gotcha. So we're we're talking like um, what is it called? Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. Improbability matrix. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I hate spend... it every time we do this. Yes, I hate it every time yeah, we do you, this. You spend some time as a rubber duck at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and, I know uh, the answer to everything. It's forty-two. <laughs> exactly. You guys. You guys. Yeah. You punch it, and you wind up about. We'll say about a hundred feet above the island, slowly at this point, descending as the ship has some type of a anti-grav field. Um, however, the ship is still very large and heavy, so slowing for it is, it went from, you know, potentially going down at 150 miles an hour, it's now like down to a 60. So you're still fast approaching. You guys see the ground coming close. Uh, the captain is doing his best. He got a five. Uh, so unfortunately, as he crashes, uh, Tyler, you, being uh, an individual who was not uh, holding themselves in place, uh, when the teleportation happened, you came with it, of course, because there's a field. But as the ship is now decelerating down, you are on the roof, uh, just pinned to the ceiling of this cabin. <laughs> Am I concussed? Um... <laughs> Roll for it. Con save. Let's just see what happens. 16. All righty. Uh, you're you're not, not, not concussed, just shocked and remembering that everyone, everyone in the bridge has their equipment on to just like be rooted or be magnetized to the ground. And I remember, and I said to go, why'd I get out of bed today? <laughs> why didn't you put on your material, uh, your uh, stabilizers and stuff? <laughs> As Piper's this voice rings you. in your head. <laughs> this is really on you. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, Lord uh, Alessander, uh, you materialize and you see that like the ship you're looking at the back and the ship is going down how does lord alessander with his cane how is he holding up with uh, the ship quickly going towards the ground as it's decelerating are we going into a canyon where, where are we you're, you're going towards the ground so there's lots of these giant purplish red crystals jutting out of the ground right and the rest of it looks kind of like a mixture between a black sand beach but with like volcanic uh craggy rock all around He first pushes a, a button on his on my cane. I push a button on my cane first to call the bridge, and I say, "Captain, never mind, and I'll handle it." <laughs> and then he pushes another button on his cane, uh, calling down to the uh, the anti-air team down below. Uh, Good sirs, would you mind loading the harpoon guns and seeing if you can't catch our ship on something? On it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, roll uh, naming. Roll for to see if you guys, you and your crew, can potentially launch these harpoon guns. Uh, and what are you launching them at? 
Well, I got an 11. Uh, we're just launching at the largest thing on the ground. So there's like several of these sky-high giant black and or red and purple crystals. Yep. So you're just Shooting firing at, at them. Okay. And uh, you you fire them off now. Unfortunately, out of the six of you, only two of you managed to land a target. Uh, they're going wild. Two of the harpoons. But the nice thing is, is now the front of the ship is somewhat level with the back of the ship. <laughs> uh, you're still approaching the ground, not as fast. You've slowed down to like probably like 30 miles an hour. Still looking like you're gonna crash, but you know less so. Uh, Tyler, you're you know able to touch ground again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> able to touch. And uh, Captain Rourke sees you on the ground and just goes. Pick yourself up, rub it, uh, <laughs> rub some dirt in it. We gotta, yes. we got more problems. Yes, Captain. <laughs> what, what can I do? What can I do, Captain? Uh, pray. That's that's all I can say is. Pray. I've been doing that since I got on this ship, <laughs> sir. <laughs> it doesn't help. Uh, and with that, okay, uh, the captain is able to get the ship just enough so that the underside of the ship slams into some of that black sand, kind of decreasing the speed and able to land fairly decently uh however i need all of you to once again make another roll this time is to see how well you break uh, the impact that's a natural one that's a two nine fourteen all right uh tyler you go sailing forward towards the front of the bridge uh slamming into the glass uh <laughs> cracking it just a little bit uh and we'll say that you just you take some damage we'll say like Either you suffer some type of a head injury, or you know, uh, a hand or a leg might be a little. At this more point, damaged. I can I can just be concussed for the rest of this <laughs> ep this episode. Just I just, have, I just have an ice pack just on me for the rest of the episode. <laughs> there you pack. go. And uh, uh, Piper, you yeah, your magnetic boots, you have them on, and while you are in them, uh, they don't necessarily stop your body from being a noodle. So as you as you hit the ground, you just collapse downward. Your head and back smacking into the ground. Luckily, your head's in case, but your back now has a very sharp tin or twinge to it as you oh. feel sharp pains all throughout. That hurt. That hurt. Uh, Lord Alabaster, your cane uh, seemingly has just drifted away from you, still standing perfectly straight. Yeah, it's as you drift forward and slam into the door of your cabin. Luckily, your door is well-made and stops you from, you know, falling down through the, the core of your ship. Uh, but, you know, you're, you're already back pains, maybe? Yes. Uh, yeah, they're now inflamed a little bit as you're, you're, you're starting to feel those old yeah. battle injuries. Yes. Uh, and uh, naming you and the uh, other uh, AA gunners managed to very deftly... Uh, get into your AA guns and just kind of put yourself Spider-Man style in directions and hold yourself steady. Uh, you don't take any kind of uh, damage or harm, uh, but you do notice that one of the AA guns is missing. Ruh row. Uh, and then there was five. Bye, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the one I really connected with. <laughs> so yes, you now have uh, you have successfully landed on this island uh but you don't know what's to be expected on this island uh piper go ahead and make either an investigation or mechanics check i'll do 
Doesn't matter either way. That's a three on the die. <laughs> yeah, you go to the engines and they look rough. Uh, whoever repaired this. I'm gonna need this... a lot of duct tape. <laughs> whoever repaired this last, they they did not uh, do several things correctly. Uh, and your engines uh, have some feedback into them, along with a bunch of fuel in the actual engine. Not in the tank, but in the engine itself leaking out the back. Are the engines still technically on? A little bit. Uh, she's going to look to all <laughs> the people there, and she's going to message to the captain, I need everyone off the ship like, right now. <laughs> Why? We, we landed. <laughs> because there is gasoline in the engine. Can, can you just, like, flush the engine or something? Is that a thing you can do? Wait, what? I don't know. I'm not the mechanic. Get off the ship! <laughs> Captain, uh, what's happening? <laughs> Tyler, uh, apparently there is flammable liquid inside the engine, and the engine is still on. Can we just turn them off? Uh, can <laughs> Piper, can we turn the engines off? Uh, I'm going to see if that's even possible. <laughs> is it possible? I like to think <laughs> if the engines are off, nothing can catch fire. <laughs> Rorick is... Uh, yeah, he, he doesn't know. Uh, Piper, go ahead and roll uh, whatever you think, and we'll see. <laughs> Captain, you're doing great. <laughs> uh, yeah, the captain's... Uh, the, your, your anxiety is starting to transfer onto him a little bit, although you're calm. Is well, I'm, I'm calm because I'm concussed out of my gourd right now. <laughs> this, this ship is a little bit different than most ships. It's one of those ships, kind of like a train, it doesn't turn off. Um, and that's how it is able to do all the things and power itself, and it basically is a house. So, um, Piper, when asked, can you turn it off, just kind of stands there and goes, I don't know. With the six, she can't. <laughs> I just start mumbling. It's like, why did this bastard Alessander want a retroactive fucking historical shit from gasoline when there's sort of like crystals everywhere? <laughs> this could have been avoided entirely. I, I pull. <laughs> I fall asleep in the Lord bridge. We'll communicate to uh, Lord Ala, uh, Alexander. Um, so, so your your lordship uh, looks like there's fuel in the engine, and the engines are on, and we can't figure out how to turn the engines off. So there might be a fire. Well, no. Why would they turn off? I I would assume that you want engines to power down at some point. Then how do we run the entertainment system? I see. I see now where some of our problems came from. I'd just like to point out that Ryan has just put himself as just a high chair after being the first DM for you all. He's like, yes, I will, I will be the cush one on this yeah. one after, after surviving the first three DMs live at WeGeek. Very good. Let's uh, you know, disembark, I suppose. Starts to abandon the ship, not turning on any of the systems that you know start an alarm. He got a seven, so yeah, none of the alarms are going off because uh, Captain Rourke is in a panic. <laughs> Does any uh, he Lord Alice? Yeah, Alexander. Alexander uh, wanders into the the next room and uh, sees his entourage there and splayed about, and says, "Come along now, come along. We're leaving apparently." <laughs> Make a make a like a persuasion or a speech check to see yeah. how well. Uh, that's a fifteen. Fifteen. He says, "Very good, very good. Come on, now stand up. Yes, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Come on." Some of the elderly, like they're getting up, hobbled on their canes, but the, for the most part, the rest of them come rushing as you beckon. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, 
uh, as I'm moving around them, I'm, I'm definitely and without breaking character, you know, getting them all positioned and into escape pods uh, on each side of the the ship. What I feel those, like you would what, hit them with your cane. What, what do those? Move along. Let's go. There you go. What do those escape pods look like? They're like little cage kind of things, like like uh, that just close around you. And then they lower down from the ship with uh, on on chains. Okay. And do they do they fly or do they just they, like they they hang? No, they just come down until they hit the ground. Uh, and the the chains will will lower down and then they will just keep it. You know what? They will start to once they get to the end. It's like a a rip cord on a parachute pulls out and then a little umbrella opens up on the top <laughs> and starts spinning around. And uh, runs an, an anti-grav uh, machine that lowers them down the rest of the way to the ground. All right. Uh, naming. <laughs> I see all the rich folk getting in their uh, <laughs> escape pods. And I'm just complaining to the other AA guys. Like, you see that? The rich get to get off of this thing now that they're in danger. And we got to stay here and defend this thing from... Nothing, apparently. I push a button on my cane and all of the pods in the AA... All of the uh, the harpoon guns and stuff like that, all eject from the ship as well. <laughs> Make another ah. Constitution save. See if the you and the harpoon men. Uh... No. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> the, the the machines go off. The two of you that uh, got them and hooked into some crystals uh, go kind of spiraling off. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other the the surviving three of you, however, uh, fall to the ground, uh, and you're all concussed now or suffering some type of not major injury but you, you haven't broken anything but a lot of things are sore now um then with my last the last thing i'm doing is is i'll walk over to to tyler and just pick him up off the off the ground and uh with my cane uh will step out of the of the ship and the the cane itself will also turn into an umbrella <laughs> that floats us down to the ground and then I'll, I'll dump Tyler down in front of the, in front of the captain. It says, "Are we all accounted for?" Yeah, the captain. Uh, as you do this, the captain grabs the map off of it because he's like, "I think we'll probably need this," and then rushes out and he sees you and just leaps on and grabs around you. <laughs> <laughs> as everyone else has gotten off, uh, you guys get off and uh, you immediately see the engines ignite. Just they're on fire. Uh, after probably an hour, you guys are just sitting there in awe of this massive tinderbox. Uh, however, oddly enough, the ship is not made out of a lot of wood. Uh, because Lord Alexander did not um, put a lot of wood in it, it was mostly marble, silver. In for a penny, <laughs> in for a pound, that's what I say. The ship as a whole is mostly intact. Just some minor components and a lot of smoke damage were <laughs> taken out. Well, that was a lot less climactic than I thought it would be. I'll be honest, I thought it was going to explode. But I'm very happy for this. All right, so now you guys are on this island with these uh, very valuable crystals, uh, but no way to get back <laughs> to Eastock. Uh, how do you guys, what are you guys going to do now that you're on this island? I'm going to roll to see if I wake up. <laughs> That's an eight. <laughs> Which I'll take as like... <sighs> Go for it. 
Bill. <laughs> it's a 13. I stay asleep. <laughs> you're wearing the, you're, now remember, you're wearing heavy metal boots. Oh, I am. <laughs> Advantage. Where are you kicking me? In the side. Thank God. <laughs> Go again. The 10, you still don't be the 13. <laughs> so now I'm going to have like a bruised kidney and a yeah. concussion. All right. So yeah, well, you guys... he's dead. <laughs> I say we eat him now. <laughs> Hyper immediately resorting uh. to violence and cannibalism. <laughs> That's just how you do it. We're stranded. The first step is uh, that. <laughs> cannibalism. Not securing shelter or food, but cannibalism. No, cannibalism. I never really liked him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what is everyone else doing? <laughs> Does Tyler have the map of, of everything? It's all in, it's all in his satchel. Okay. Yeah, all the maps are in the satchel. Uh, the captain has the one copy that was at least relevant to trying to land on this right, on right, this right. island. Uh, okay, I'd so like we... to think I'm aware of this island. It's just that it's not accessible because I'm unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my satchel would have all the crystal maps or whatnot. Um, and there's no, like... There's no like lock on it, really. All right. Uh, with another button push on my cane, you see a, a large chest eject from from the pen, from the penny. All right. And it falls down, and no parachute, just thuds down into the ground. <laughs> this big this big foot locker. All right. Um, and I will open it up and pull out a safari helmet cap <laughs> and and a. a you know, a jacket and and some some boots that I'll All tie right. up around, uh, and I'll just point randomly at one of the artillery men. You, you good sir? You look like you're new here. I am. Great. Grab some weapons and uh, help out, Miss Piper. Here, we're going to set off on our own. Where's the map? Oh, say that map we, guy. Uh, feed him to the bears or use him as cannon fodder. <laughs> or we could, you know, try and wake him up. I already tried that. I kicked him twice, and he didn't wake up. I think he's dead. That, that's a, that was an interesting strategy you employed there. Perhaps we should use perhaps some smelling salts or something. And from the I'm about to eat a face. Just... <laughs> oh, no, don't worry, I got this. And I just stick my clawed foot up in his face. <laughs> I'll just wake up from Go that. 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 <laughs> you get the smell of like six really sweaty dudes <laughs> and just a lot of liquor. Who have been confined to a very small hot space for several days it's that sour smell from like gym <laughs> class that for exactly. the kids that just never took their gym clothes home exactly and their gym clothes are just like a certain type of origami now you can't exactly describe the shape but it's grotesque and, and it's, it's standing on its own yeah i i levitate up to, from my heels up just ah oh what happened Are you disappointed? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Captain. Uh, also, you notice that your side really hurts. Oh, what? <laughs> oh. Make what? a medicine check real quick for me. 17. <laughs> one of your ribs is broken. <laughs> uh, I start counting them and just notice one just bends. Uh, starts oh, oh. <laughs> wait, how did I break a rib? <laughs> Captain. Uh, yeah. What? Where? 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 Wait. What happened? Where are we? We're on the island you charted. Right. 
Wait, what map did I? What, what map did we use? <laughs> he gives you the map. Okay, I know this. You know any of the local fauna or flora? I'm actually gonna let you paint this one. All right, it's an 18. It's like okay, so this is this, this is a standalone island that's actually just filled with all of these crystals, and at least from the notes that I can recall from class, nothing lives here. It's it's a barren place of these crystals that like are of value, but no one has figured out how to use them. All right. If that makes sense. So there, there's nothing uh, that we got to worry about on the island. Not from a cursory memory, but my head hurts right now. All right, all right, all right. So then I think we should start getting some supplies, some shelter, and uh, see if we can't figure out how to not die on this, this island until Piper, can you get the uh, engines running again? I'm going to try. I go, what's wrong with the engines? I look back to see that the thing's charred. I'm like, what happened? My guess is probably half the thing is uh, melted. If the fabricator is still up and running, I can use that. However, if the fabricator is not working, I'm going to need all of the duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what does the fantasy duct tape look like? This Magitech duct tape. <laughs> so fantasy duct tape. Magitech duct tape is um it's a roll of silver duct tape it looks like normal duct tape except the bottom end the part where it's sticky is all purple and glowy uh what it does is it just kind of fuses things together and they don't come apart so if you fuse it to itself you can actually build structures and it basically creates a metal thing all right <clears throat> once again so we're going to uh zelda this thing <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh no, oh no. Does the duct tape look like blue cheese? <laughs> oh. So, yeah, you guys. Hey, Steven, I think, hit his head on impact. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, uh, you guys are now on this island. Piper uh, is going to see if she can repair, repair the engines. What are the rest of you all doing now? Well, as soon as the AA guys heard that there were potentially no enemies on this island, we all just got really depressed. <laughs> we really wanted to tear something apart. All right. You could try each other. I've already done that. We're <laughs> three times in the past week. Is that why there's so few of you? Again, you're just edging. You're just edging the whole. <laughs> we heal very quickly. <laughs> Not need to know about your love life. <laughs> now the question here is: Is that uh, what do you all look like? As you guys have not really described yourselves. I'm a very simple, just human. Like <laughs> I'm just I'm a small human that's ended up in on this ship after going through cartography school. And my mother's like, you should probably stay in school. Your your temper is not that good. Your 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 fortitude is not that high as like a person and a character. And you're small. But I wanted to prove her wrong. And I'm still trying to prove her wrong. <laughs> Piper? I am a three-foot-tall, uh, tiny, <laughs> bat-like creature. I've got wings and big ears um, and a uh, pair of goggles. She looks like a, like a typical kind of white bat. Nothing particularly interesting about her other than... Like the white bat from Anastasia. That's yeah, what like I, the yeah. white bat I was thinking. Anastasia. Yes, exactly what she looks all right, like. all right. tiny, tiny... Um, Humanoid-shaped bat. Gotcha. All right, and uh, Lord Alessander. Uh, Lord Alessander is—he's not old. I'm not. I'm, he's not like 
like, but he's got you know, full beard, and just it hasn't turned white yet. Maybe has like a streak. Well groomed. Yeah, well groomed. Always. It, well groomed. He looks and like you, but fancy. He's got a monocle. Yeah, fancier. <laughs> Salt and pepper like, in the beard, right? Like, like take me, make me tall, a little bit taller, a little bit skinnier, and you know, athletic. Military background. Yeah, right. military. Definitely military background, but an officer. Yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah. A man of stature, man clearly, of respect. Yeah. yeah. Like unfazed by any of this. Yeah, exactly. He's, right. He is the modern major general, <laughs> but back when he was actually the in good major faith. <laughs> and uh, and naming. So the interesting thing about the AA fighters, we're all bird people, and to most outside eyes, we all look identical. But we have very intricate markings on our feathers that identify what family we're from. All right. That tell us apart. And like some Scottish tartan group, stuff, kind of. Yeah. That's dope. We actually have some rivalries within our own uh, <laughs> group. <laughs> the McCullens and the McClan. No. All right. So as you guys are, are kind of getting yourself established, um, you guys can hear things kind of crackling and clicking out in the wilderness. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check real quick. That's a two. Oh, and I was probably just sitting there with an ice <laughs> pack, just like kind of checking my notes to see if I am misremembering anything. All right. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Ten. Ten. Uh, Tyler, you notice that as the captain is wandering kind of just out a little ways uh, to look at see what's going on, kind of trying to judge the topography, uh, in one blink of the eye, you see what looks to be a large crystal-like claw come out, and Captain Rorick is no more, impaled by five large crystalline hands, and then he's Just, gone. That's not good. And uh, I Yoink. think that's where we'll, uh, we'll end it for now. Alrighty. Mr. Piper, our captain is disappearing. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, to be continued. Well, <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> that's a we problem, Piper! <laughs> I got my own job. What are you doing? Reading the map? Oh, look, it's land. <laughs> now, with me, now with Tyler being sufficiently burned, we'll see you next episode. <laughs>